0: Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal. I am your host, Marcus Bullock. With me, as always, is my co-host, Brett Galt. What's up, Brett?
1: So, guys? It's uh, turned out to another uh, Fade WVU kind of year, but that's all right. We're already through week two, so I'm looking forward to the games here in week three.
0: Loving it, loving it, loving it. And with us, returning guest, longtime friend of the program, Court Harder. What's going on, my man?
2: What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me again.
0: So, uh, Court, it's it's been a while since we had you on. I think the last time we had you on was in the Final Four, Um, Final Four with Tobacco Road. Your Dukies went down, but I'm guessing life has been on the up since then. Yeah, that was tough. Um, I mean, that that was definitely a low point
2: um, just to get beat twice by them at at the end of the year. But um, great thing about sports are year round. So you can just bet on anything and everything after that and uh, kind of wash away the pain.
0: (laughs) Heck yeah. So uh, how's your amateur golf career been doing lately? Um,
2: I actually have a national tournament in Las Vegas at the beginning of next month. So I'll be out in Vegas from like October 5th, uh, through the 11th, um, playing in a four day tournament out there. So pretty pumped about that. Uh,
0: you in Vegas, that sounds like a dangerous combination.
2: Might not make some golf that day, you know, a few of those days. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> hey, just missing one day of the tournament. I, I, I guess if you have, have enough fun to offset it, so be it, right? Hey man, these bets from this uh
2: podcast hit, you know, I just might say, you know, the hell with golf and just, you know, just
0: reeking all that money, and just go to all the day clubs just from picks from this pod. Yeah. Well, let's let's have the goal to send court to a pool party and not the golf course. Let's we'll do it. All right, well, we're definitely going to need your help this week. Uh, Recapping week week two, a lot of good games. A lot of things happen. Let's go ahead and just just talk about a couple – or probably the biggest game, the Bama-Texas. Uh, Brett, what was your take on watching that unfold?
1: I mean, I thought Texas looked good. I thought their defense looked fantastic, honestly. Uh, Ewers looked great until he got hurt, and I think when um, – when he went down, I think we all thought, like, oh, it's going to be a wash. But, I mean, got to give Texas credit. They uh, they battled back, even with um, we back backup quarterback. So, I don't know. I-, I was impressed. I mean, we'll see if maybe Texas is actually back. But for uh, Alabama, I think it was kind of more about them. Like, do they have some things that they're going to have to clean up on their end?
0: Yeah, Court, do you think that game was something that Nick Saban wanted just to squeak out a tight win and now he can have ammunition the rest of the season to get his team motivated? I mean, I think
2: that's an easy out um, to say that. Uh, we were talking about in the group chat, and I think the thing that stood out the most is even after um, Ewers went out, they were still throwing balls over the top, and there wasn't an Alabama defender within, like, miles. And Nick Saban, like, prides himself on being a defensive back coach and, like, you know, since he played that position. And I just didn't understand that. Like, you know, I'm with Brett. I was like, backup quarterback in, oh, Texas is going to say the whole Colt McCoy thing again. They're going to win by 40. And it, like, nothing changed. Like, they they were still hitting balls over the top. They were kind of pushing around that Alabama defense. It's supposed to be great. I mean, I was honestly shocked.
0: Yep, it it was definitely a a tight game. And from the guy who had three bets on that game and only one of them hit, um, after the first quarter, it really went downhill for me just knowing that, my, my my bets for that game were shot.
1: Um, you got lucky with that first quarter one too. Or yeah. the yeah. I mean you got really lucky with that one.
0: Yeah, that was, that was a really big stop. But other than that, you know, Bama got it done. Hey, a W is a W is a W. Um, when people look back in the archives, they're, they're, it's going to be a win. Uh, another great game of the day. A bunch of chaos happened. Um, Tennessee Pitt, very good game. Good competitive game. Had a starting quarterback go down for Pitt. They still almost, like, tried to get it done. Um, but the Vols look pretty resilient there. I, I really like Tennessee. They're showing the last couple weeks.
1: Yeah, I think it's no doubt that – we know that with Hinton hooker at right quarterback that they can score. I think the main thing is going to come down to their defense, how if their defense can hold up the rest of the year. then I think, I think it's a limit with them, especially the way that they can score the ball.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was, it was super impressive. I mean, Tennessee is kind of like one of those like t- fringe Texas schools, you know, are they back? Are they going to be good again? But I mean, I think football is better when, you know, that team in orange is playing well, or is at least competitive. So it's good to see them off to a good start for sure.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And um, let's go ahead and jump to the fun belt. They had a lot of fun at state going to College Station, taking down AM. Uh,
1: Brett, go ahead and jump into that for us. Yeah. I mean, Jimbo Fisher gets taken again down again. I mean, tough loss for them. Hopefully, this hopefully maybe we can uh West Virginia can go ahead and fire our coach and go ahead and get Jimbo. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it, but he said he, he wouldn't count out playing for his uh his uh hometown state or whatever. So I wouldn't mind Jimbo, but yeah, I mean, App State—they always find a way to, whether it be every few years or so, they always take out some some big Power Five team, and they've been close the last couple of years. I think a couple of those games have went to overtime, but this is kind of like that Michigan game back in uh two thousand five seven or whatever.
0: Five, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. So hats off to them, and I mean, they're they're one catch away, one two point. Uh, conversion away from being 3-0 right now. So, but I love it.
0: Good for the boys from Boone. Uh, Court, give us your Marshall Notre Dame take.
2: I mean, I texted, like, I texted Chase, who's a huge Marshall fan. I texted him first thing that morning. I said, man, Marshall's going to cover the 21. Like, I was like, they're going to cover 21. He's like, no way. I'm just watching this game to have fun. And that was kind of like, I guess, a sympathy pick. But I started watching the game and I was like, Oh my God. Either Notre Dame, like the coach is still installing whatever they're installing, but um I think they were riding off like a good loss to Ohio State. And everyone was praising them for their defense, how they kept that high powered offense in check. And I think like they just came in and we were like, oh, we'll coast through Marshall. If we play half as good as we played against Ohio State, we'll beat them by 30. And Marshall came in and smacked them in the mouth and like just didn't let up. And it was, I mean, I was yelling at the TV for Marshall, which I have no investment in, just to beat Notre Dame. And, I mean, it was great to watch just that. I mean, all, all Saturday was just absolute chaos. There wasn't, like, a bad game where a snooze fest. There's something going on every hour where it was like, I can't believe this is happening.
0: Yeah, it was a solid weekend, just back-to-back-to-back to back to back, good games in every slot and, you know, going to the night slot, Florida, Kentucky – did it's Anthony Richardson overrated? Did did he did he blow his load against Utah because he didn't look like the same quarterback that we saw?
1: I mean that that one pick six too, or was it was it a pick six? But in, yes. I mean he yeah. he threw it right to the guy. I mean so after week one that's just the highs and lows of college football. After week one you're a Heisman contender, and then after week two you're back to just being just I mean I mean that's brutal. I mean. I know our uh, our buddy Joel was not happy about it. Let's just say that he seemed pretty distressed after that.
0: Yeah, Joel, Joel's in shambles. Um, just just watching yeah. the Gators the last years, and um, lo and behold, I wouldn't be shocked if Dan Mullen got hired like by somebody at the at the end of the season because I think Louisville's going to need a coach. I mean, obviously, um, Nebraska needs a coach, and we can get into that later if need be. But before we before we go too far else around the country, Brett, talk to me, baby, Kansas. West Virginia,
1: yeah. I mean, it was bad. We couldn't stop them. We couldn't stop freaking Kansas. I mean, let it out, let it out. You know, in okay, so you guys might laugh at this, but Kansas will win another game or two this season. I yes, their offense is actually legit. They got a they got a good ass (laughs) quarterback. I mean, I'm not that guy. That guy's good. The quarterback is good. He's he's a good runner. Um, they're they're gonna win a couple more games this year, and uh, I don't know. I might have them on my card this week. So Jalen
0: Daniels threw up. What do he have three touchdowns against yeah, you guys? Dude,
1: not only can the dude throw the ball, but he's he's athletic. He can run the ball too. And we've never done good with uh, good running quarterbacks. I mean, we we never even got to him. Like the week before against Pitt, Slovis is like a statue in that pocket so we just, we sacked him a lot, but with with Daniels or whatever, we, we just couldn't get to him because he's mobile, so yeah, I mean, I, I could see us, the problem, a, a lot of people want uh, Neil Brown fired with rightfully so, he's in year four, and we haven't seen any improvement, but our AD just gave him a raise after last season or the season before or something like that. So his buyout's like 19.5 million. So, and I think, I don't know. I've heard from a lot of things that boosters are trying to raise money, to get him out, but at the same time, who are you going to get right now? You know, I I mean, that, that's the main thing is who are you going to get?
0: Well, I mean, there's definitely going to be, a bunch of like vacancies after this season. Um yeah. I kind of think this is the perfect merging of you know, COVID season kind of gave you another chance, maybe gave you the benefit of the doubt, bouncing back after the COVID season. But for a lot of coaches that just don't get it done, they're they're gonna be shown the door. So um, like we say, there's a there's a couple of vacancies open and there may yeah. be a few more. But um, before we jump into week three, we need to recap week two. Um, but first 910 Colsa Barbecue brings us this program and the game of the week last week was Baylor going to. BYU. BYU got it done in double overtime and the smoke of the week was funeral potatoes. So go ahead, hop on the Instagrams, go over to 910 Coastal BBQ, check out the recipe, how to do it and just see how they looked. Nice, creamy mashed potatoes, really nice on the smoker for you know winter's coming up you're gonna need something warm to coat that stomach up in the tailgate lot that's what you want or even do it in your living room on your back porch when you invite the boys over so go over check out the smoked funeral potatoes and we'll go ahead and jump into week two excellent week for the show overall um, between Brett and I Chris Collins who joined us last week again thank you And the Barbecue Boys, we were fourteen and eight last week as a syndicate, bringing us to twenty three and twenty three, sitting right at five hundred for the season. Let's go ahead and start out with who was one and zero. The Barbecue Boys, Wake Forest, laying at twelve and a hook against Vandy. Good win for Wake Forest. Just solid win. They did what they were supposed to do.
1: Yep. Having Hartman back, I think I was I was thinking about hopping on that play, but I just didn't know how Hartman would be, but I mean, definitely a solid win. Um, They're going to have Clemson here, what, next week, I think? Next weekend is, I think, when they play Clemson. So that's going to be the kind of the big tester. But, yeah, just a good game for Sam Hardman to kind of get his feet wet again. A bandy team that's actually been playing pretty decent lately. So good win for Wake Forest.
0: Yep, I agree. And then uh next up in the hole was Chris Collins. Chris joined the show four and two. Do he has to do? Give the listeners positive units. His win Louisville plus six, wake forest land. 12 and a hook. He also had Texas Tech, two-and-a-half point favorite against Houston. That was actually an excellent game. And then he had University Southern Cal land seven and a hook against Stanford. That was on my board. I took it off late. Wish I would have kept it on now, but those were Chris's four wins. And his two losses were Central Michigan laying four. They got their tails beat, not really a close one. And then Chapel Hill, Georgia State went under 64, surprisingly.
1: Defense. Shocking, <laughs>
0: Very shocked. Drake may still look really good. But um, no, four and two solid week. You know, if you're winning money, that's all we can ask. Next up was myself. I was six and four. My wins, Louisville UCF under 61 and a hook. That one got out to a fast start, but then hit the brakes in the second half. So it was re- really nice watching that one go down like that. UTSA covered two and a hook for me in overtime against Army. Very good win. And I also had Wake Forest lay in 12 and a half. Bama first quarter, they, were, they covered four and a half for me. And then Maryland 26 and a half cover against UNCC, never really in doubt. And then Tennessee also squeaked it out for me <laughs> against Pitt. Um, towards the end of the game. My four losses, Bama lane 19-and-a-half, miss. Bama first half, lane 11 and hook miss. Wisconsin, they straight-up lost to Wazoo. Wisconsin, yeah. that over eight and a half bet I, I took, I don't think that's going to hit. They look <laughs> terrible. They, they play can't really with the, the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, the Big Ten doesn't look as good as we thought. And also uh, UVA, wow. Illinois, Illinois didn't even they, – they played well – But UVA, very, very, very bad. That Tony Elliott has a little bit of work to do there, but they didn't come within a hair of, of covering a four and a half for me. So that was a six and four week for me. I am 11 and 11 overall for the season. And then we will go to Brett's card. Brett started out three and zero on the day, but then two late losses hurt him. I really thought he was going to pull off the five and zero sweep. Brett's wins Iowa state plus four. We'll come back to that Maryland land 26 and a half. And then Arkansas looked very good against South Carolina cover at eight points. His two losses, Baylor plus three. And then Florida, was a six-point favorite against Kentucky, and lost outright. Brett, talk to us about
1: Iowa, Iowa State. Matt Campbell finally got over the curse is what happened. I mean, I don't know if you guys – I had that game on in the background. It's, it's, it's like watching paint dry, watching Iowa, honestly. I mean, Kirk uh, Ferenc or whatever, he's got to fire his son. Yeah. I mean, you had to fire your son. He is a terrible offensive, offensive coordinator. And Petrus or whatever at quarterback it's not like he's a great athlete or anything like that but you have to fire your son because there's no there's no way that Iowa fans want to watch that I mean it's just it's terrible but yeah so uh good one for me and then Arkansas I I figured that they would be able to take care of South Carolina just because I knew uh South Carolina's offensive line wasn't that great so I thought they'd be all all over Rattler
0: Sweet. Well, let's go ahead and jump into week three. Court, you're our guest, so you can take us wherever you want to. But first, let's stop in on Friday night. We have two games, Florida State going to Louisville and Air Force at Wyoming. Do you have a play there? If not, we'll pass it to Brett to see if he does.
1: Uh, I do not. Louisville scares me. Just I, They're too big of an unknown.
0: All right, Brett, do you have a play there?
1: You know I do. I'm on the uh, Mike Norvell train this year. I like, I like Jordan Travis. I really like what he's been doing at quarterback lately for Florida state. I love them against LSU. So I'm, I'm taking Florida state to cover. What do you got for me? I got two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. All right. Yeah. So I'm taking them to cover the two and a half at, at Louisville. Sweet. Well, that is also the
0: piping hot pick of the week from 910 Colsa barbecue. They are on the Knowles laying two and a half points. And I am also for every reason, Brett said, I think Florida state can win this game by 10 points. Um, Louisville did look a little bit better uh, last week. We actually saw that offense get going. But then again, it did hit a stall. So it's being inconsistent as it is. Florida State has better athletes. They have a better quarterback in my estimation. I think Jordan Travis has looked just as good as maybe not Drake May, but I think you can say any other quarterback that's played this year in the ACC. So I do like FSU in this game, and um, I'm rolling with the Noles. So three of us have a play on Friday night. Florida state Seminoles lay in two and a half points going into, into Louisville. All right. So let's go ahead, take it to Saturday court. The board is open for you. All
2: right. So we're going to go to a transfer you. I mean, uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska, where uh, everyone in Nebraska is probably already in the transfer portal. Um, I don't understand how after Nebraska's showing this year is OU is only favored by 11. Um, I just think, Nebraska is probably checked out for the year, and OU just has better athletes all the way around. Um, I don't even see it being that close. I mean, I bet I see OU winning by at least, you know, at least three touchdowns. Um, I mean, I just think that program's just in shambles.
0: Cool. Well, it looks like the best number I can get you is ten and a half. If you want it there, yeah. yep. And I'm taking it with you. That's one of my picks this week. I love the Sooners right here. They've done nothing but just be very, very good and very consistent this year. And, yeah, Nebraska, they're done. Stick a fork in them.
1: Uh, it, is that a game at Nebraska? Yes. I don't know. I, I think – call me crazy, but I think sometimes whenever a coach gets fired or whatever, it fires up the team – and they play their best game afterwards. That's kind of why I'm staying away from this one. Though I think Nebraska is just not in a good place. But maybe, maybe getting rid of Scott Frost is what they needed. I mean, the fact that the fact that his buyout went in half October 1st from 15 million to 7.5 million, and they still decide decide to fire him, I think shows you how much they just wanted him out of there. But I'm staying away from this one just because I think maybe that's, this could actually pump the the team up a little bit and maybe maybe they can get like a backdoor cover or something like that
0: i think they'll end up negotiating that buyout some i mean it was like, so? three weeks difference like scott you gotta go a <laughs> little yeah. less money maybe they'll give him like 10 or something like that i could see that but was it was it pruitt or bush jones at tennessee no it had to be butch because he didn't want to take less money so they put the the sanctions they put the internal sanctions yeah. on themselves
1: <laughs> So I like, tell you what th- these days like getting fired as a uh, as a head coach is actually not a bad gig Yeah I mean, no kidding I mean it's yeah. almost like hitting the lottery I mean Yeah it really is. is. I mean Ed over whatever last last season he got 17 and a half million I mean so yeah it's not a bad gig Nope, not at all. All right, Brett, uh, you're up. Wherever you want to go. Um, so I, I'm going to uh, to Oregon actually. Um, they're playing BYU. I actually I stayed up till two a.m. that night watching uh them uh, face Baylor, and I, I was impressed. I'm not gonna lie. BYU's going in as a three and a half point underdog, and until Bo Nix can prove that he's actually competent quarterback. I'm going BYU here just because I, I don't trust Bo Nicks. I I never have. I think he, he has his highs, but he has more of the lows than he does highs. So and I think Oregon kind of came into the season a little overrated. So I like BYU after I, what I saw against them uh, against Baylor. And I like, I like three and a half here.
0: Yep. So if you put it in at uh, Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, you can get four. Um, So I'll give it to you there, give you a hook. Um, This game was on my card. I took it off. And the only reason I took it off is, so again, I'm in the Western part of the United States and a bunch of my, my wife's family. Well, actually, so her mom and her dad specifically went to Eastern Washington University. Eastern Washington played Oregon last week. So I watched the game. At one point it was like 70 to three and give or take it's Oregon versus Eastern Washington. Who's actually typically a pretty good um, division two program historically byu kind of scared me last week see them being a little sputtery if oregon can find it deep down especially at Autzen stadium and home i could see them squeaking this out but i don't hate it because i was also on byu at one point i just got i just got cold feet
1: i don't know i mean it's understandable i get it I'm on the
2: opposite end of that. Well, not really opposite, but I, I got BYU money line. I caught it at, at, one, at plus 148. Um, and I'm kind of in the same headspace as Brett. Um, you know, I need Bo Nix to show me something to make me believe that he can play a big game um, under the lights. I, I know, you know, where he came from. But Oregon's kind of like the only show in town up there. So I, I think the pressure is a little bit different. And I think he's going to feel the pressure like in this game to perform. And typically when that happens, like there's going to be a lot of forced passes, a lot of a lot of silly mistakes. And I mean, I think BYU takes this on the road and I I got them on the on the money line at, at 148.
0: All right. So you don't want the points?
2: Nah, I, I want the I want the extra
0: juice. <laughs> Love it. BYU money line. Heck, yeah. Good play. All right, I will go next. All right, Bearcats. They looked really damn good last week. They're going up against Miami of Ohio. I don't see any, any reason why they cannot cover 22 points. I believe it started out at like 20 and a half and it's ticked up. So before it keeps going up higher, I will take Cincinnati laying 22 points against Miami, Ohio. Miami of Ohio, I think they beat a pretty good division. Or no, I think they played Robert Morris last week and blew him out. But week one, they, they, they had a pretty bad showing. Um, who'd they have? Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky whooped up on them, 37-13. to 13. And honestly, after watching Kentucky play that Florida team with that defensive touchdown, I'm not too, too sold on their offense. So Miami of Ohio's defense may be a little bit worse than we think. And I think the Bearcats can take advantage of that. So I'm taking Cincy Lane 22. That's the best number I can get.
2: I like it. Um, they started out the year ranked, right? Weren't they like 19 or 18 or something like that?
0: Yeah. 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 After the one – or after the loss to Arkansas, they uh, they dropped it a tad bit.
2: Yeah, I still think they have some
1: talent. I don't see any issue covering this.
0: Brett, anything on Cincy?
1: No, I'm staying away from Cincy. All right. Um, go ahead, give us one, Brett. Um, so, UVA, tough loss, but they're playing the ODU at home. They're an eight-and-a-half point favorite. I, I like them to bounce back here in this spot. So, I'm taking uh, Virginia to cover the eight-and-a-half against ODU. You
0: want seven-and-a-half?
1: Can I get seven-and-a-half?
0: Yeah, FanDuel.
1: Yeah, give that to me then.
0: Dude, Virginia, you're brave.
1: <laughs> I know I'm brave, but also I don't think ODU is that great. I mean, I know you guys lost to them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think, but hey, good bounce back last week though for your boys.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a nice one against BC. I didn't really see it yeah. coming. I thought Dracovic was going to throw the ball all over us.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's happened to them because I mean, <laughs> they they, had a, they lost to Rutgers the first first uh, game of the week or first week of the year. But yeah, I, I know this, this is a gutsy one, but I I'm hoping to like I'm hoping a ten point game right here. So if ODU wins this, do they just become kings of Virginia? Yes,
0: is
2: that, is, that how, is that how that works?
0: Yeah, they would own the state of Virginia,
1: kind of like Marshall is right now, west of the state of West Virginia.
0: <laughs> Very true. You ain't kidding. All right, uh, Court, uh, go ahead, give us one.
2: So just looking over like my card, I think I I'll just title this like the Prove It card. So um, I'm gonna go down. Um, we already talked about Notre Dame, so I'm going there again. Um. I think Notre Dame's in shambles. I got Cal plus 11 at Notre Dame. I just, That's uh, I'm, I'm just interested to see, like, what's going to happen. Like, they've already – they lost a tough loss to Ohio State. Okay? Like, whatever. Free pass, sure. But you cannot lose that game to Marshall. And I think there's a lot of doubt in the within the building, um, you know, maybe with the coaching staff or – you know how things are run, and so until Notre Dame can prove to me that they can put a full game together, um, I see them winning this, but I see like two or three points. Um, I mean, I think Cal probably covers the eleven. Um, I definitely don't have a wheelbarrow for, you know, as Tyreek would say, you know, coach's nutsack to carry around to do the money line, but I do like the the plus eleven here, um, and. I mean, this is kind of a make or break game for Notre Dame this early in the year, like to see where this year is going to go for them.
0: What do you think about that over under like 40, 41 points?
2: Man, I I gave that some thought too, um, because I could see Notre Dame coming out being conservative and like getting back to basics, you know, as every coach's favorite thing to say, where they do a lot of running, a lot of play action, it could be a low scoring game. Um, But I kind of talked myself out of that because I think, you know, if I'm at Notre Dame, like the message this week is like we absolutely have to make a statement you know we have to come out and beat this team like a like a drum we got to beat the cow bears like a drum um so i could if they do win it might be you know they might it might be a shootout but i just i haven't seen anything that's going to lead me to believe that so i I didn't i just overthought it so i didn't do over under but i do like Cal 11.
0: If Marcus Freeman loses this game, Brett, is he on the hot seat officially? Or is he already on the
1: hot seat? No, he's not on the – they're not going to put him on a hot seat that quick. But he does need to – I'm with Court. I almost had this one on here. I want to take this one so bad because I think – I think we would all love to see Notre Dame just lose again. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I couldn't I couldn't just pull the trigger, though. Um, but, yeah, I I mean – their quarterback's out, even though it's not like he was playing great football anyway. So, their, their quarterback position is bad. It is bad. Um, Yeah, I, I like this pick. I like it. I'm just not ballsy enough to take it. But I hope it happens. Me too.
0: <laughs> right, we'll keep the wheelbarrows at home because no money line. Um, <laughs> I, I'm taking us to Columbia, South Carolina. South Carolina coming off a loss to have Georgia coming into town. I think a lot – to see this line open at 13-and-a-half and shoot up 11 points to 24-and-a-half I mean at most places, uh, that's the number you're going to get consistently. That's a lot of value lost. But what I like most under I, – when I tracked this earlier in the week, it was under 51 points. Um, Now the best I can get is 54-and-a-half. The reason I like this play so much is because I think Georgia can score 40 like in their sleep. And South Carolina is going to put up a decent effort at home. So, I still think I have maybe, like, eight to ten points of value to to, to clear this. Um, like, I can see this game, like, easily, like, being scored in the 60s. So, I'll, t- I'll take over 54-and-a-half for Georgia-South Carolina.
1: Are you going to touch the line or no? No, I, I don't want the line. Because t- Georgia lets off late. I can't yeah, but even play. at 24-and-a-half, though, I mean – I, this wasn't originally on my card, but I kind of like the over. or uh, Yeah, I like the over as well, so go ahead and throw me on there. But the Gamecocks, their offensive line is awful. And we know what uh, Georgia has on the defensive line and just their whole defense in total. So Spencer Rattler is going to be running for his life. But, I mean, I would I would be tempted to take the 24 half, but I think I'll stay away. I wrote down the 24 and a half and I was
2: I was thinking kind of like Brett like I I think Georgia probably gets at least two defensive touchdowns here cuz south Carolina that offensive line is so bad so it's either going to be a it's you know he's going to be running for his life and making a lot of bad decisions throwing but also I mean strip sacks and things like that I mean I just think there's such a talent gap where you know I don't I don't think that Georgia will need their offense to outscore them by 24 and a half points. I think their defense is going to help them throughout this game as well by putting points on the board. So did we miss the value train at 13, a 1,000%, but I still think, you know, 24 and a hook um, is going to hit. I think Georgia saw what happened last week to Alabama, and they're like, not us, buddy. And, I I mean, I think they're just going to step on the gas here and, uh, and try to make a statement against South Carolina and Columbia. I like it. I
0: like it. I like it. Um, Brett, how many plays you have left? Um, uh, two. Court, what about you? I got two as well. All right, cool. Well, I have a more knockout right now. Yeah, I'll knock <laughs> out. <shocked>. Two. <laughs> Dude, I just like it too much. Marvin
1: just loves just hammering 10 plays a, game, a day.
0: Yeah. Um, where 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 are we where are we going? Let, let, let's go to Syracuse next. Um so Syracuse, they're playing Purdue. I don't know why I can't find them on the site.
1: It's not how you spell Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> that was all.
0: There we go. Purdue Boilermakers are going to the carrier dome. It's not even called the carrier dome anymore. I, I don't know why. To me, it'll always be the carrier dome. Anyway, earlier in the week, I had Syracuse at plus one, was like, they are going to get it done, um, money line play. It went to a pick them I had him at pick But right before the show. It looks like a one is the best number I can get. So Syracuse went from a one-point dog to a one-point favorite, essentially still a pick em. I think Syracuse is going to get it done on the field. Um, give me the orange. Purdue, don't look that bad, but I feel like this is a new Syracuse team this year. Dino has these boys playing really well. Sean Tuggers are on the ball on everyone's throat. And uh, I'm going to keep rolling with them. Uh, they're 2-0 and against the spread this season, so let's go 3-0. I don't, I don't see any reason why they cannot beat Purdue at home. This is a game that Syracuse has to win if D- or if um, Dino Babers wants to keep his job and keep the momentum going.
1: I don't hate the pick. I'm just not – I think that's going to be – I think the other game is a toss-up, honestly. So I'm staying away personally.
2: Yeah, I, I looked at this, and I, I – I think deep down inside, I think Syracuse takes care of business. Side note is now called the JMA Wireless Dome, and you guys can go this weekend for as little as $8 to this game. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think Syracuse should easily win this game, but it's to me it's literally like a coin flip. Like I mean, I, so I, I stay far, far away. You're a better man than I am.
0: Well, I'll be on that island by my lonesome, but then we are going from the, the JMA wireless dome. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. We're going to take 95 south until we hit um, Atlanta, Georgia, and we'll branch off to 85 somewhere in between, you know. Um, Ole Miss, they're going to play the Yellow Jackets this week. Again, line open low, 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 seven and a half, and it's now up to 17, 16 points. The best I can get for all Miss is 16 points. Um, I'm going to lay them. Lane Kiffin, they, they blitz the Yellow Jackets right here. Uh, Jeff Collins is going to get fired. That will be another job that, that Dan Mullen may consider taking.
1: I, do you think – I don't think Dan Mullen wants to get back into coaching, especially at the college level. I mean, he looked like he was so tired of – I mean, he, he, he was bitching the whole time about, like, recruiting and everything like that. You think he's going to want to crew that Georgia Tech?
0: <laughs> well, Atlanta's a hotbed. I, I kind of see Dan Mullen having the personality that can – I don't uh, know. That, that used car salesman can get, like, a couple guys to stay at home, like in that Georgia area. Yeah. NIL, big in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, but, but then you got Big Brother over there with Georgia, and, like, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to lose to Kirby Smart once a year for his whole
0: career there, but – yeah, I mean maybe you could just get another another buyout or whatever. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure Florida's still paying them. Uh Court, do you have any any opinions or takes on this game?
2: I, I like the play. Um,
0: I don't have it. I mean, just looking
2: at the numbers right here, I mean, it looks it looks like varsity would scrimmage like JV. I mean, we're talking total yards for old miss per game right now, even though it's early in the season. It's four hundred and seventy-one and a half to uh Georgia Tech's mind-blowing 290. I don't even know how they get 290 a game. I, I bet most of that comes in the fourth quarter, if I had to guess. Um, based off their two games so far, lost to Clemson 41-10, to and then, you know, they doubled up uh, WCU. But, yeah, I think they cover this easily. I, I mean, it's it probably be fun to watch. I bet Ole Miss, like, just airs it out all game.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a pass happy affair. Um, the clock should stop decent bit, so that should give Ole Miss a couple more opportunities to uh, get some points up. All right, uh, Brett or Court, uh, take us where you want to go. You each have two plays left. We're going to where paint dries. We're going to where paint dries.
2: We're going to Iowa. We've talked about this in the chat, and as soon as brought up, yes. I yes. loved it. I loved it. Like I. I love it. This is probably the most money I'll lay out all week. I love the under in the Iowa game. Um, I mean, what was the spread? Like 16 or something like that. Um, The spread's
0: 23. Oh, 23.
2: Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's no, I don't even think they could score 23 points. Like, I, (laughs) I, I, I think Marcus originally said that and that's when the light bulb went off. And I was like, yeah, man, the people that they play, they the teams <laughs> can't even combine for 23 points. So, the under, um, just empty out the bank account. I mean, there is
0: no way. Nice. They're going Iowa, Nevada, under 39 and a half. Their first two games haven't even got to 39 combined.
2: Like, if you total up all the scores. It's ridiculous. I've never seen any.
1: It's just. How, how much did like, they score? Like they scored 14, right? In Two games.
0: Yeah. I think it might be
1: ten. I think they scored seven last game and three the first game. Oh, three. did they? Yeah. Did I was only was it only seven to three the second game? Seven to three and ten to seven, I think, are the two scores.
0: Yeah, seven to three, ten to seven, and the first game was not a touchdown. It was two safeties and a field goal. Yeah, yeah.
2: Absurd. I mean, that is unheard of. That's a soccer score.
0: Like God, those poor. Those poor can fans, really they? be the best option on a D one football team. I don't know. I bet they have a cornerback
2: who probably played quarterback in high school who could definitely put up better numbers.
1: I mean, those poor fans that have to sit through that it's just kind of messed up, honestly. I mean, they've got to serve alcohol at the stadium, right? That's the only way they keep fans
2: in there. There's no other way you sign up for two and a half hours to watch, you know, a combined 13 points get scored. There's no way.
0: Yeah, they better be having a um, a thirsty Saturday uh, special <laughs> because they can't be selling those beers for ten dollars a pop. It's gonna be some. If 910
2: Coastal Barbecue did a game of the week for any Iowa game, all they would have to do is open up the smoker and it would just be a beer can because that is all that is happening out at the tailgates to survive these games. That, that's it.
0: I love the play. And just for that reason, you know, I'm hopping on Nevada covering uh, 23 and a half points. Iowa can't score 23 and a half so how can they how can you cover something you can't score <laughs> it, it's it's just that simple it's a good point <laughs> they are this
1: is the worst offense i've ever seen do you think We're, if like worse than if we got enough guys year? what's up Brett so worse than UConn last year Marcus yes yes i mean Absolutely. nevada lost to incarnate word last week <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you think they just go to midfield at the corner the corn <laughs> say they let,
1: they let Incarnate Word put up fifty-five on them? <laughs> Look, I'm staying away. <laughs> I <laughs> am staying away from this after seeing that.
0: But that's the beauty of it, Brett, because Iowa still won't be able
1: to score a lot of touchdowns. If, if I if Iowa only scores 10 points against Nevada, <laughs> who let Gardner Word put up 55 on them, then oh my God, fire Kirk Ferrance right then and there. I mean, th- this is this is now a game on the radar. <laughs> I mean, how is that possible?
0: The Nevada money line plus 1,400 might be in play. Oh, my God. I mean, you're not wrong. It's almost become
2: must-watch TV just for how bad it is based off these first two weeks. Like, I caught myself tuning in last week, had no interest, but I was like, there's no way. that It, it had to be like a, a week one thing. And I think I watched the game for like five minutes, said, well, that's enough of that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it was raining too, which even made it even worse. I hope it rains this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh that man. brought tears to my eyes. <laughs>
1: that's great. Well, the crazy thing is that they beat Texas State the week before, but Texas State is terrible. So
0: I think
2: I think the only way this under doesn't happen is it's zero zero at the end of the fourth quarter. And then there's about 10 overtimes, and then they just like kick field goals <laughs> until the till the over hits. Like that's the only way that this over is gonna hit is zero zero the end of regulation, then it's field goals for 10 overtimes.
0: Ooh. I love it. I absolutely love both of those plays. Iowa, Nevada under 39 and a half, and Iowa or excuse me, and Nevada plus 23 and a hook. Because again, you can't cover something you can't score.
1: <laughs> I mean, if if they don't score 23 and after Nevada let incarnate word score 55 on them, then I, I my goodness. I mean, they you should be able to just bully them on the offensive line and just run the ball down their throats. With
0: that. The, the sheer fact, Petrus could hit the transfer portal, but no matter where he goes, he cannot start.
1: No, like, I, I don't even think D2 would get him. I, like, I wouldn't take him. Iowa's
0: that. the only program in the country that he could start at,
1: right? Oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Okay. Maybe Hawaii. Maybe, I mean, Hawaii is not that great either. Yeah, they are pretty bad. He wouldn't even start at UConn, though, either. No, no. chance.
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, Brett, go, go ahead oh. and take us to the
1: next one. All right. Um. So, Vandy is traveling to Northern Illinois. I I actually have I've liked what I've seen from Vandy so far this year. They're coming in as a two and a half dog. I'm taking them to cover the two and a half, right here. Uh. I. I mean they they were respectable against Wake Forest last week. They crushed Hawaii. So so give me give me the. Give me the You giving me three? Yeah, I'll give you three. So, this is this is – I'm hopping on the Vandy bandwagon here. Courts over there laughing at me about the Hawaii.
0: So, Northern Illinois, they've scored 27 points in game one, 35 points in game two, and have lost, so their defense cannot be great. We've seen Vandy play some offense against Hawaii.
1: Yeah, they put up 25 against Wake. I mean, yeah. did the struggle against Elon a little bit? Yeah, yeah, they did. But you know what? We're going to bounce back right here,
0: okay? Oh, man. So, 52% of the money is on Vandy. Yeah, v- Vandy probably shouldn't be the dog here. So, I-, I respect it. I respect it. I do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I have some far-fetched plays this week. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I go 0-5, if we're being completely <laughs> honest. But.
0: Oh no no no! Well, with that
1: attitude, I yeah. mean, after after this podcast, though, I'm locked in on that uh, Iowa game now. Yes. I'm like, what, what time do they play that? Who they cares? Gotta... <laughs> I'm assuming it's at noon. Oh, it probably is noon. I mean, if they could play this game at 9 a.m. where nobody would watch, they'd probably do that. I mean, they're probably they're gonna play at noon and nobody's gonna watch either.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, before I kick off, oh one. Oh my god, one. it's
1: a night game. Oh, it is. Yeah, 7.30. I cannot wait. I will be in rare form for that game. <laughs> oh, that will be like a comedy show. It will be.
0: <laughs> All right, so a place we haven't gone this week, Um, where game day's at. Let's go to Boone. So Appalachian State, again, kind of hit on them earlier, pulling off the big win against AM. They have Troy come into town. Um, App State, 12-and-a-half point favorite, but I don't like that but I do like the over 53 points. I think App State, their offense looks – I mean, if you're a team that just can't play defense, App State's going to put up points. They have game day at home. Um, I think they're going to try to run it up as much as they can. Uh, let's see. So, App State, they put up 63 against Chapel Hill, 17 and a win against a very good Texas A&M defense. The offense, I mean, completely different story. But then you got Troy um, – 10 points, 17 or 38 points last week. It seems like they can function somewhat. I can see a um, 38 uh, 21 game, something like that, with App State winning. So give me the Mountaineers. I, I don't think this is enough points. So I will take over 51 and a half is the best I can get. So that's where I want it.
1: Yes, over 51 and a half. I don't really hate that. I mean, yeah. I think. I mean, Chase Bryce. Who would have thought that he's actually playing well? Because he he transferred from Clemson to Duke. He sucked at Duke. Not great. Doing his chance.
0: He started at Clemson, right?
1: I, you know, I, I think, think he was a backup behind. Yeah, he, was it Lawrence? Or? Yeah, he came in that one game and saved them though.
0: Yeah, he was T Law's backup. Went to Duke with cut didn't cut it, cut retired, transfers to Boone. Yeah. Yeah, good, good for the transfer portal. All right. Um, are you boys tapped out?
1: I got one more. I got, All got right. one more as well.
0: All right, Court, Brett, and then I'll go last.
2: All right, so I'm um, just continuing with the prove it theme. Uh, I'm going back to the well with uh, Wake, minus 16 and a half. Um, I think this team's going to really start to hit their stride after having a scare of not really knowing what's going on at the quarterback position. Um, you know, with the blood, co- blood clot issue, I think, uh, last week was a, it's kind of a test game just to take the temperature of the water. And I think this week they open up the playbook and they just let it rip. Um, so I, I'm not very comfortable about the 16 and a half. Um, Per se, but I think Wake can cover it. Um, if, I mean, probably be right around that seventeen. Uh, three touchdowns is a lot to ask, but I like. I, I do like Wake in, in this spot.
0: I think it's a good pullout. I consider it this game. I did. Um, it 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 just had to come off. It was just one of those. I feel good about it. I like it, but I'm not sure enough to play it. But I'm with you in spirit. Good luck. I hope not tell it. me
1: you didn't want 12 plays on your card? That's no, wrong. I feel like every time we talk about a game, he's like, yeah, I thought about it. I mean, might as well just pick the whole line up.
0: <laughs> it, 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 was, it was truly in play. It was it was up for consideration. Now, I'm with you, Court. I hope Wake gets it done, 16 and a half points. They should cover that at home, truest field. All right, Brett, what's your last play?
1: So I think I'm part of me is making this to make me feel a little bit better by myself helping hoping that it actually happens. Kansas is traveling to Houston. Jayhawks are a, a nine point dog. I got Jayhawks covering the nine against Houston. So um, Houston just had a tough loss against Texas Tech last week. It might be out for vengeance, but I think this this can I can't believe I'm saying this honestly. Like I think this Kansas team has a lot of uh a swag to them. I think they're playing confident right now. So I like them to go to Houston and uh cover the nine. You want eight and a half? Yeah, give me eight and a half. I'll take anything I can get.
0: This was also in consideration.
1: On which way? Kansas. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, listen, I know West Virginia's defense is not exactly the most prolific or whatever, but, I mean, I, I was impressed. I mean, they came to Morgantown and they just threw it all over us.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, Kansas. And if they win this, my season over is hit.
1: Yeah. What, what was it? Two and over. a half. Was it only two and a half? Yeah. I tell you what, they're not going to start right there either, I don't think. They, nope. they can – they're going to nip like a uh, – I don't know what their schedule is, but like a, uh, a TCU or a – I'm trying to think what who else is – they already nipped us, which will probably be last in the Big 12 now. But, um, yeah, like a TCU and maybe even a Texas Tech, depending on where that game is. But they they could be – Mid pack of the uh, Big 12, I think. Honestly.
0: Yeah, and the the key to that, they're winnable games. Will they be the favorite? Maybe not. It'd probably be probably a, not. Less than a touchdown of a line, but that's a winnable yeah.
1: game. In the, in the, yeah, so that's all. If they, if they keep on winning too, then the cough is just going to keep on soaring and soaring. So they could they could possibly get to like a four or five win team. Imagine Kansas getting to bowl game. Of course, they're shaking his head. <laughs> I I just I can't. As soon as you said
2: Kansas bowl game, I was like, I just, I my head just went to basketball. As soon as you said Kansas bowl game, I was like, yeah. boy, basketball season isn't isn't started yet. So, I mean, yeah. I I like the excitement of the pick. Uh, I didn't even look into this game, but looking at it right now, I think the over might be a little sneaky um, here, because um, Houston's put up a you know, they're over thirty. Uh, their first two games and Kansas sitting no slouch either, fifty six and fifty five, and back to back weeks over under sitting at fifty
1: seven. Was so, over? Oh, is that what it is? Fifty seven?
2: Yeah, yeah. I would like it. I would feel more comfortable if it was down to like fifty two, but um, yeah. I don't. I mean, these, these offenses can definitely, definitely move the ball. So um, over is definitely something to look at in this game.
0: I think we're gonna look at this on Saturday post game and say the over was obvious.
1: Yeah, I mean I'll we probably it. will. I don't see much defense being played here. No, and the good news is, is I think I've told Marcus this, but I'm out next week because I'll be in New York, so I don't have to cover myself next week for this. <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> yeah,
0: cool. the week our teams are going head to head in Blacksburg, Brett's Yeah, been-
1: I mean it. It wow. honestly works out perfectly. I've already told. I've already told uh, Haley. I was like, hey, like I, I had a. I was looking up this was preseason of course I was looking up a bar or whatever West Virginia bar and after after um Saturday night when we lost the Kansas I texted her I was like hey like we can just do whatever that night like I don't even care about watching the the Virginia Tech game I was like it's not going to be good anyway so I was like let's just do whatever and she's like all right that's cool with me so I I'll probably keep up to date on it on my phone next week but um yeah, I I don't know if I'll be tuning, in, but I'll give you my picks. Don't worry, I'll send you some picks to throw up on there. But yeah, we're going to New York, so we'll be doing um. We got a pretty filled schedule that whole week. I love it.
0: I love it, man. You have fun so, next week.
1: Yeah, so so get somebody good to fill for me. Fill in for me.
0: Yeah, I'll um I'll put out an APB for you and um I'll I'll, I'll get some guys in here. I, I definitely will. Um, but I have one more play, uh, one that I wanted to play last week, and I'm not gonna go two weeks without playing it. Um, USC Trojans, I can get a them being a 12 point favorite against Fresno State. I see Fresno State no different than I saw Stanford last week, and I I, I backed it off. So, yeah, let me lay the 12. USC, a lot of talent. They're more than two touchdowns better than Fresno State. Probably about 18. I can see like an 18, 21-point game. Three scores for sure. Um, Two is not enough, so give me the Trojans.
1: What's the over-under on that? 73-74. Holy crap. They really
0: expect USC to play no defense, huh?
1: Yeah, I I mean, or that. either that or they expect them to score, like, 50, 50s in the 50s. I mean, there's no doubt their offense is electric.
0: Yeah, so it looks like Fresno State scored 35 points in a win, 32 points in a loss. But Oregon State and Nordisk Cal Poly have the talent that USC does. Yeah. Um, that over, uh, I think
1: that'd be a tight over. I think that's yeah. a really good number. If it was 60, I think I'd jump on it. But, like, an extra 12 points or whatever, I don't know about that. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, I think
0: that wraps us up. So, for our listeners, unfortunately this week, um, partially my fault with coordinating with our sponsor, we did not get a smoke of the week yet. Um, did, what would we choose for the game of the week? Was it Miami going to Texas A&M? Yes. Yeah.
1: That yeah, it? That, I thought about picking that one too, but I I don't know. I I don't know enough about Miami yet either.
2: I know are they back or are they
1: back back Yeah, you know, I don't different. know. I, I still think they're like a still think they're a year away. I do think Mario Cristobal change things around there, but after Texas A and M took the loss out of state, then I I really don't know about that.
2: Yeah, do you think well, if Jimbo Fisher loses another game, they're gonna they're gonna give him the boot? No. His
1: buyout has to be massive. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling sure. you, a little sure. West Virginia, Texas A&M coordination right here. We get real rid of Neil Brown and Jimbo Fisher comes back home. Now, I, I would rather Nick Saban to come back home instead, but we'll take Jimbo. I
0: don't know. So, when Jimbo left Florida State, he got uh, 10 years, 100 million at a and I, I bet his buyout pretty big. Um you know, they, they lost to a, a, a pretty good App State team. Um, yeah. I, I think Miami can win the game this week. If I had to bet, I'd probably take Miami in the points. It's like six and a half, seven, about a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't try. I mean, he really hasn't had a quarter. I mean, I guess Kellen Mall wasn't terrible. But, I mean, we got looking back to it, I mean, Jameis Winston really bailed him out a lot at Florida State because he was a beast there.
0: Yeah, that whole team, like Jalen yeah, Ramsey, Kelvin yeah. Benjamin, before he ate himself out of the NFL. Yeah. Um, it, that team. James. Dalvin Cook was on that team, wasn't he? Or Yeah, he was the, yeah I think Dalvin Cook was the running back. Yeah, Dalvin, that, Dalvin, that yeah the they, had
1: good, they had a good squad there. Jimbo has some boys, some horses. Yeah, he, they, he hasn't had a quarterback since. I mean, Kelmon wasn't, he was doable, but he wasn't, he, he had his off days, a lot of off days. So Jimbo hasn't got himself a quarterback. You called it right. Um, So, Court, you golfing this weekend, or is
0: it fully dedicated to football? Um, You know, for some reason this
2: year, I just felt like football took longer to get here. So, the last couple weeks have been totally consumed with football, and I think I'm just going to keep that train rolling. It's still super hot out. Um, And I golf during the week, so there's nothing better than having an excuse to crack open a nice cold bush latte right around 1130, you know, and the smoke's pouring out of the smoker right off the grill. I mean, that's just tough to pass up. So I think I'm going to probably watch football for, you know, 48 hours straight.
0: I hear you. And, and, no, honestly, God, if week three can come close to giving us entertainment that week two did, we're in for a treat. Because l- last week was just, like we said, an all-time favorite.
1: Last week was – I mean, the NFL was great, too. Week NFL one of, was NFL awesome. NFL was fantastic, too. So – if yeah, we're talking
2: about it in the chat. Yeah. There's like no way Sunday can top Saturday, and Sunday was still pretty
1: darn good. It was, uh, it was some great games.
0: So, we do have a very uh, big fan base of NFL listeners who check out the show. Court, do you have any uh NFL just like leans for us?
2: Yeah, I do. So, um, this line jumped out at me, and I don't know like who made this line, or I'll probably sound stupid come Monday saying this, but um. Probably for the first time in a decade, the Lions are a favorite, and um, this is a little biased, admittedly. But they're playing Washington, the Commanders, or whatever their middle school name is this year, um, and I'm sorry, there is just no way, there's absolutely no way, that the Lions are going to win this game. Like I, I understand like the Hard Knocks hype, and they played good for a half against the Eagles, but I mean, they're still the Lions, and the fact they're a favorite, like I'm all over like, Washington money line already. I think they opened up as, like, a point favorite. Um, and you can find them as high as, like, a point and a half. I'm sure some books might even have this, too. But um, I hope it keeps going up, because I'll just keep hitting that money line the more that that increases for Washington. Like, I just think, like, Washington has a okay defense and a, like, capable offense, and it's Detroit Lions. Like, Jared Goff sucks. I mean, DeAndre Swift makes up 90% of that team. So um, they can stop the run, then – I just don't see what the Lions can do. Carson Wentz looked phenomenal last week, too. Until the end, dude. Like, it's his story, his whole career, right? Like, I mean, he looks great three quarters of a game or a season. And then it's just like the last quarter of a game or a season, it's like, who is that guy? There's no way he should be in the NFL. But the first three quarters of a season or a game, it's like, wow, he's a really good quarterback. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, he was balling. He was balling. Well, we actually did get an update from our sponsor, now on Old Colson Barbecue. They said just tune into the Instagram page and um, they'll have something for you. So, and again, the game is Miami going to College Station playing Texas A&M. So it'll be some kind of Texas barbecue, whether it's pulled pork, hopefully a brisket, something will be good for you. So go ahead, pop over to Instagram. Give them guys a like and show them some love and check out some sort of Texas smoke. The piping hot pick of the week is Florida State laying two and a half points going to a Louisville. And that is a Friday night game. Myself and Brett are also on that. But first, we will take you to court's card. Court has Oklahoma laying 10 and a hook. BYU money line. BYU money line doesn't even want the points. Get it done on the field. He has taken the Cal Bears plus 11 against Notre Dame. Georgia is a 24 and a half point favorite against the South Carolina Gamecocks. Iowa, Nevada under 39 and a half points. I don't think that'll miss. And he also has Wake Forest laying 16 and a half points. Next, I'll take you to Brett's car. Brett, again, on Florida State laying two and a half against Louisville. BYU plus four. UVA laying seven and a hook. Georgia, South Carolina over 54 and a hook. Vandy plus three. And Kansas, eight and a half point favorite against Houston. Next, My card, Florida State, laying two and a half. Cincy laying 22. Georgia, Scar, over 54.5. Syracuse, one-point favorite against Purdue. Was a one-point dog, was a pick but Syracuse, they will win by more than one point. Oklahoma, laying 10 and a half points. Ole Miss, laying 16 against the Yellow Jackets. Going to where game day is, App State, Troy, over 51 and a hook. Nevada, plus 23 and a half because Iowa can't cover what they can't score. And then finally, my late-night West Coast game will be USC covering 12 points against the Fresno State Bulldogs. I love the action this week, boys.
1: Hey, Kansas is a dog, by the way. Oh, man. I mean, listen, I'm not going to take Kansas i'm not i mean i'm not that high on them <laughs> all right kansas hey i have fun at that uh i mean i assume you're going to the uh the game on saturday now right yes um it should be a good should be a good one as it is as well
0: yeah i do want to talk about that but first i think i think i can give you nine points for kansas then because uh Because Kansas, okay, I thought they were the favorite. I I guess they have so much momentum. Yeah, you're right. I can get 10-point dog. You want it? Yeah, give me a 10-point dog. All right, cool. So, Kansas plus 10 for Brett's card. But, yes, going back. So, I will be in Raleigh um, watching NC State play the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. NC State on upset alert. You think so? 1,000%.
1: I I was interested to see if that was going to be on your card this weekend.
0: If uh, I would take Texas Tech plus ten for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I,
1: I think I think that's definitely a. I think it's a trap game. I, I really do. Because um, what they have UConn next weekend, right? Is is UConn next weekend?
0: Yeah, they so is Texas Tech. UConn's a seven thirty p.m.
1: kick, and then they go to Clemson. And yeah. game day will most likely be there. Yeah, I mean, if they if they can get undefeated, then I think game day would be there. I think, I think they gotta get a I think what they need to do is they need to win this game by about 14 to 17 points I think to kind of make a statement because or if you squeak out by like three to three seven points or whatever I I don't after after that ECU game where the offense basically looked terrible honestly um I think you have to get some momentum I think you have to try to make a statement but I thought about going to this one, but I don't know. I'm about to spend a crap ton of money next week, so I might stay away.
0: Dude, just something deep down in my soul is just telling me this is a classic NC State game. Expectations, you know, Power 5 team coming into town. And, and give or take, NC State does not beat Power 5 football teams that are not in yeah. the ACC. Like, historically, they are terrible. I'm pretty sure the last Power 5 team that NC State beat non-con was Texas Tech.
1: Like, you yeah. I mean, I mean, I think the thing that they have going for them is, like, I I don't know how you can't be hyped going to this game. It's a night game in Carter Family. The crowd should be wild. So, we'd hope that that would give them enough kind of energy as it is. But, yeah, I I definitely agree with you. I think they could be – I think it's kind of like ECU. I thought ECU was a little tester for them as well, and that's what it turned out to be. And then I think Texas Tech could be the same way. So, but, yeah, have fun at that one. It should be a good game.
0: Yeah, dude, dude, I'm I'm very very nervous. I don't I don't see it. it it's it's a letdown game. Core, you have any thoughts here for the Wolfpack?
2: I think like just being from North Carolina, not really being a State fan, but I think you hit the nail on the head. I just feel like every time State like gets up and they're like hyped up to have a good season. It doesn't matter where this game falls in the schedule, whether it's at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year, there's always this one game where NC state should handle business here at home at a night game. It should be, you know, it should be crazy. But I just like the thought that keeps replaying in my head is just watching these NC state like students, like hang over the edge of the, the wall right there in the end zone. And they got let down again. Like that image is, is burned into my head. Like they've been, they've been in this spot before where they're you know middle, you know, A little, like middle of top twenty five ish, and it's just like they need this game to continue the momentum. And it, I'm with you. Like I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, I mean, I I think Texas Tech comes in here and takes care of business. It's just because I've seen this story for the last fifteen years, like play out over and over and over. Um, They have a huge opportunity here, and they just never take advantage.
0: Yep, I have no reason to think um, that it will be different. I think we are taking. I think we are taking the baby to this game, so her first N.C. State game may be a loss. Oh man,
1: not great. <laughs> yeah, not a good start. Yeah, but, I mean, it started off young, you know. Like go ahead and disappoint her to start off young. Yeah, definitely better than taking the baby
2: to the. It's better taking the baby to the WVU Kansas game though, so there. You know, you could have that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, that's a fair point. But, hey, I'll go cheer blackout night game. Should be a rocking crowd in Raleigh. Um, actually, if any listener of the show wants to stop by the tailgate, come on by. We're tailgating PNC North, and I know we're having mac and cheese, baked beans, like pulled pork. Uh, my buddy Zach, he's bringing over some smoked sausages, like some jalapeno cheddar. Like, I think that's like four different kinds. We're We're about to grub out there and get fat and drink some bush lattes. Um and I, I missed the first home game last week, so I'm about ready to get pissed drunk in a parking lot. Yeah.
2: While you're at the game, keep
0: an eye on that Iowa game
1: now. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I mean, you know, there'll be some updates in the uh, in the chat.
0: Yeah, and we we bring a TV out there for the tailgate. We have the whole setup, generator, TV. So we're we're going to be fully enthralled. We'll roll out there about two two thirty, and you know, g- get a good five hours in, and go yell and hopefully see a W. Not too optimistic about it yeah all right well court again thanks for joining us i know whenever we call on you you're always more than happy to hop on and help us help the listeners get some locks um again i'm your host marcus bullock brett galtz my right hand man my co-host court thanks again for joining us and i'll talk to you guys this weekend
1: let's make some money Enjoy. enjoy the football all right take care